Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Meat is the yardstick of protein food. The American Meat Institute presents The Life of Riley, a half hour with radio's newest and friendliest family, and starring William Bendix as Riley. To find out what we should eat and why, scientists must have standards of measurement. They have to find out what different foods are made of, what they do for us when we eat them, and how much we need. One essential of our daily diet is protein food. And here, the measurement, or yardstick, is meat. That's because meat contains all of the protein essentials our bodies need in the right proportions. That's why other protein foods are measured against it. Why meat? is the yardstick of protein foods. And now, the life of Riley. Well, the Rileys have really settled down in their pleasant little six-room house they're renting right outside of Los Angeles. Tonight is Riley's bowling night, so he isn't at home. And maybe that's just as well as far as Barbara, the Riley's 16-year-old daughter, is concerned. Just wait till your father hears about this young lady. I don't see why you have to tell, Dad. If you were 16 and too old for your age, I'd take you over my knee myself. But, Mother, it's my great opportunity. Why, you have to have talent to get into the Van Tantan workshop. Theater. Theater. Oh, stop talking like that, Barbara Riley. You've had your tonsils out. <laughs> well, you can laugh. But Professor Van Plantan says I have a natural gift for acting. Mm. It's such a gift. Why did it cost you $25? Well, Mother, $25 is a mere nothing. It's not so mere the way your father has to work for it. All I can say is I hope he won every game at the bowling alley tonight so he'll be in a good mood. Oh, Mother, he won't be home early, will he? He certainly will, or I'll want to know why. But... But, Mother, I'm expecting some company to drop in tonight. Well, what of it? Your father doesn't mind your having the girls here. <laughs> it uh, isn't exactly girls I'm expecting, Mother. It's a boy. A boy? 
Yes. Nathan's Clinton the second. Oh, you don't mean that rich Mr. Clinton who owns the big department store. His son? His grandson, Mother. I met him at the Van Plantan Theater. He's written a play, Mother, and there's a wonderful part in it for me. Well, we'd better fix up this room. I, I think I'll light some of this incense Uncle Baxter gave me Christmas. He had cauliflower for supper. <laughs> oh, Mother, incense. Minton just wants to read me his play. I know, dear, but a boy like Minton from a fine home. Now, let's see. He can sit here by the fire. Oh, Mother, you'll keep Dad in the kitchen, won't you? Oh, no, no. He'll want to sit here in his own chair and read Esquire. Minton to sit in that chair, please. Don't see how, unless he wants to sit in your father's lap. <laughs> oh, Mother, this is serious. We can't have Dad in here when Minton reads his play. Well, why? Isn't this the kind of play your father should hear? <laughs> oh, oh, there's Minton now. Now, go change your dress, dear. I'll let him in and keep him talking. It isn't a party, Mother. It's just reading a play. Yes? Coming! Well, come right in. I'd be in, only I lost my key. <laughs> right. It's you. Hey, sure, it's me. Who would you expect in General Eisenhower? <laughs> I'd have been here sooner, only I stopped at the drugstore and got... What's on fire? Well, there's no fire, dear. Then I smell punk. <laughs> It's only incense, dear. Oh, Riley, now don't start unlacing your shoes. Keep them on. Well, four, I'm home for the night. Oh, Mother, did I hear the doorbell? Oh, it's you, Daddy. What is all this? It's you stuff. Ain't I expected home no more? <laughs> don't say ain't, dear. What's going on here? Punk sticks all over. Babs has got her hair up like I don't like it. Now you start knocking my pronunciation. Grammar, Daddy. Oh, is that so? Well, let me tell you something, Barbara. I'm on to you. I just found out how you've been spending your money. Mother, he knows. You bet I know. Witherspoon, the druggist, told me. Well, the druggist? Well, what's he got to do with it? That's where she spent the money. Forty cents buying sodas for some young squirt. Oh, forty cents. It was one day when Minton happened to be a little short. Yeah, Witherspoon said the guy was a runt. <laughs> Riley, that boy was Minton Clinton the second. He'll be Minton Clinton the last if I catch up. <laughs> but, Father... Barbara, you keep away from those pinball tilters. <laughs> if any boys want to see you, let them come here, to your own home. Try to get in. wouldn't be surprised if Minton did come to see us. Okay, tell him to drop by in about ten years. Oh, Barbara, dear, go change your dress. All right, Mother. Riley, Babs is expecting Minton Clinton to drop in tonight. Oh, so that's it. Okay, let that grifter come. And tomorrow there'll be one empty stool down at the soda fountain. Now... Riley, will you please be sensible? I'm warning you, Witherspoon's banana split sign will be hung at half mast. 
Clinton is a very nice boy for our daughter to know. Uh, Why, his people own Clinton's department store. Uh, maybe that was Clinton I seen down at the store. They had him stood up in a window. Now, when the boy gets here, make him feel at home. Well, what'll I do? Dress up as a floor walker and show him around? <laughs> I'll open it. Riley, be polite. Name once when I wasn't. Good evening. First floor, rugs, lamps, chairs, stunts. <laughs> Riley, my dear nephew, have you gone mad? Oh, oh, it's you, Uncle Baxter. Hey, Mom, lock the icebox. <laughs> Riley, I wouldn't have to ring if you'd let me have a key. I don't mind giving you a room to cuff, but no key. Next thing I know, you'll sublet your closet to a troop of midgets. Riley, did I hear the doorbell? Oh, it's you, Uncle Baxter. That's an odd greeting. Uncle Baxter, Bob is expecting that boy to drop in. Well, I'm glad I came home. Be well for Barbara's young friend to catch a glimpse of a stern old uncle in the background, eh? Stern, yet with the stamp of an aristocrat. An aristocrat who can't buy a stamp. <laughs> Will you come help me fasten up my back, Mother? Yes, dear. Now, you two behave when Minton comes. Minton? Yeah, some young snapper whipper is coming over to see Bad. I guarantee you my daughter ain't going to be Mrs. Minton Clinton. Minton Clinton? Of, of the department store family? Well, Riley, this is tremendous. What's a department store? Nothing but a big push cart without wheels. <laughs> you know, Riley, the Clintons are very influential. Somewhere in that store, there might be a job for me. Tomorrow, you can promote him for a job. Tonight, he's coming to see my daughter. Aha, the wolf is at the door. <laughs> Leave him in and stand back. Riley, let me handle that, huh? Mr. Clinton, I presume. Um... Uh, yes, sir. Is, um, is Miss Riley at home? She's always home. I don't leave her run around loose. <laughs> Come right in, my young merchant prince. What's that bundle under your arm, Bub? You ain't delivering for the store, are you? Oh, <laughs> no, sir. This is my portfolio. It contains some literature. Uh, selling magazines. Riley, a Clinton peddling paper? Ah, <laughs> Now, sit down, my dear Minton. Welcome to our humble home. Now, let's get this straight. My humble home. Oh, I, I beg your pardon, Mr. Riley. Uh, perhaps I wasn't expected this evening. Oh, yes, you was. I've been laying for you all night. <laughs> Tell me, Minton, has the manpower shortage affected your grandfather's store at all at all? Oh, I don't know anything about business, Mr. Uh, um, Turnbull. Uh, Baxter Turnbull, the Boston Turnbull. Uh, Minton, uh, I suppose your people would like to know something of Barbara's family. Very well. Now, the Rileys are a simple people. Her father, for example, very simple. <laughs> I will give Minton the dope. 